A friend told me that a long time ago when I was getting into real estate. He said I would absolutely hire someone who's been a waiter or a bartender to work in real estate because it's all client services. You know how to take care of people. <laughs> and I didn't, I got it then, but now that I'm, you know, years later, I'm like, oh, I get that 100%. If you know how to wait tables and take care of your guests, you can certainly take care of real estate people just the same. Big it up, big it up. Yep. All right, welcome to Let's Talk Real. We are here with Michael Bagwandan. Hello. Out of, hello, Mike, uh, out of, from the Michael Bagwandan team in Manhattan, New York. Yep. So how's business in Manhattan? Business is good. It is not 2021 or 2022 good, okay. but I'm still finding my rhythm with that. Finding your rhythm, okay. Yes. And so what is your, what is your team look like? So you're a, real, you're a real estate team leader. Sure. You have a real estate team with Compass, yep. what, is, what does that look like? Is it you, is it 100 agents? Like how, what, is it, what does it look like? So I have a team of me and three other agents, so there's four of us total, Okay. and I have two assistants. Okay, so a nice Navy SEAL team, yeah. I team, and, and you guys do some good numbers. We do some so, good numbers. Yeah. Um, so I only built the team last year, Okay. and this is the second team I built, because the first team I built in spring of 2022, I failed. Like it, it just didn't work. It was yeah. too big of a team and uh, also a lot of new agents. And I was training, you know, training and on calls late night on top of having my own business. So it just was too many things all at once. And so I had to redo it or reassess. And now my team is uh, an agent of 25 years, an agent of 10 years, and then a, a first year agent. Okay. So, so it's a better balance. Much better balance. Yeah. I'm not on calls late night explaining how things work okay and so you're better to provide i guess ultimately provide better service yeah to your clients yes okay well yeah because there's a ton of experience okay yeah yeah it, it, and i would i would guess if i were in manhattan trying to trying to sell an apartment or help someone sell an apartment yeah. you know it, it would be pretty probably pretty hard for me if i were a newbie yes okay there's a lot it's not you know not that selling houses are easier but co-ops and boards and the package i mean the packages to submit to a board for review, to be told yes or no, you can live in our building. I mean, that's a thing of its own. Yeah. It doesn't, there's no place else in the rest of the country that has co-op boards like New York City. That is 70% of our-, our, our Another business, okay. Yeah, 70% of the purchase market is co-ops. Okay. And they're very strict boards and there are projections. Yeah, no, I've heard stories about very influential, famous folks getting Getting, yeah. getting rejected from yeah. wars, and I'm sure they're not happy about that. No, nobody is. I mean, you work hard and you're telling your whole life story through papers and documents, and then a board says you're rejected. You can't live in this building. So that's a, that's a big blow. So you want to make sure you do it right, and that never happens. Okay, and, and it is, I'm just curious now, is, that, is there an appeals process? Or? No. No, no. no you, they reject you before they ever meet you. So, and they don't have to give a, a reason why. You're not buying real property. You're buying shares in a corporation. Mm -hmm. So a corporation doesn't have to disclose why they don't want you to be uh, a member of a corporation. Right. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty interesting. It's, it's yeah, I've heard stories, but nothing yeah. like it. All right. So, so how long have you been in real estate? I've been in real estate since October of 2009, right after the crash. I thought this is a great time to get into real estate. Right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. It can't get worse. Maybe. Right. I, you know, I moved to New York in 2008. I was in food and beverage hospitality. 
I worked at a place called the Desmond Tutu Center, um, food and beverage manager. I threw events and the crash happened. I moved in September, the crash happened shortly thereafter. And then I found myself unemployed in New York City. And I also knew I moved to New York with this job thinking that I was making all this money. And then I got to New York and I was like, oh, it's really expensive. That salary that I thought was a lot from Florida doesn't actually pay very much in New York. And I saw myself working 60 to 70 hours a week. And I was like, I can't afford to live, you know, on this salary in New York City. So it all worked out perfectly, right? I got laid off. It's that thing of like God doing for me what I couldn't do for myself. Mm -hmm. And I knew I always wanted to sell real estate. So I got into real estate and the rest is history. All right. The worst market to, to start a new career in real estate that I did. And I did well. And I, you know... I've been doing it ever since. Okay. So when you were, where you, did you have a background in food and beverage? I mean, when you were in Florida, is that what you? Well, I'm from Orlando. Okay. That's a very service oriented mm-hmm. town, city. And uh, yeah, so I had done hospitality. I worked as a bartender. I, you know, I worked as a waiter. So I just kind of, it evolved, you know, into, into hospitality and management. Yeah. And we see that a lot uh, service industry, you know, yes. waiters, waitresses, host, hostesses make good real estate professionals because they understand service. Right. And a friend told me that a long time ago when I was getting into real estate, he said, I would absolutely hire someone who's been a waiter or a bartender to work in real estate because it's all client services. You know how to take care of people. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I got it then, but now that I'm, you know, years later, I'm like, oh, I get that a hundred percent. If you know how to wait tables and take care of your guests, you can certainly take care of real estate people just the same, like yeah. family. Yeah, yeah. Steak, steak, you know, the, the steak dinner, ribeye, just real estate ribeye. Yeah. The, yeah. So you're making sure that you deliver, the presentation has to be right. They have to, you have to answer their, you have to, when they, what you, they shouldn't have to look for you. No, you know, exactly. You, you're checking on them. Yeah. It's, um, there are a lot of you're similarities. You're right. Don't I don't have the table looking for you like where's our waiter? Right. Don't have your real estate agent disappear. Other they, people ask telling you, hey, check on the Johnsons. Yeah. They left a message at the office three yes. times, right? Yes. That's not, not a good sign. Not a good look. <laughs> All right. So are you you're from are you you're born and raised in Orlando? Are you from there? Are you originally from there? Yeah, born and raised in New York City. Okay. Uh we moved to Orlando on my thirteenth birthday and then okay. I came back in two thousand and eight. Okay. New York, so north, south, back up north. Yeah, family so, is still all in Florida. Okay, um, but yeah, I you're back home. Yeah, with all my extended family who never okay. left. Okay, got it. And then, um, so what, what's the family dynamic look like? Have you got a big, big family? Yeah, yeah. Well, so my dad is one of eleven. My mom is one of six. So, I lots mean, of cousins. Lots of cousins. I think grandma, before she passed, had like 111 grandkids and and great grandkids. So, I mean, it's an extensive family um but my my parents and it was just me my mom my dad my sister and now she is you know married with two sons so there's there's that okay yeah different it's it, i think different times now to my, my you know my parents and grandparents had big families i think now it's, i don't know is it more expensive now yeah i get put in today <laughs> unless you're a mad person right yeah no you can't you just can't afford to do that yeah so where's where there were two Point five family, you know, country now. Man, I'm already. I'm over the. I'm. I'm almost double the double the limit. Right. Now. Okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so what? Um. So you were. Were you always in hospitality? Like going back when you? 
yeah. from New York? Is that that was yeah. was the background? I was always in service industry, hospitality. I did, I did become a teacher uh, for two years, and once again, it was going into two thousand seven, two thousand and eight, and I saw the writing on the wall that I was going to be not get a job. They were cutting teacher jobs in Florida. Okay, and I thought, and then I got the job in New York. Because it's what I knew. I had yeah. done it for 10 years at that point or something like that. And that's interesting. You said teacher. That's another profession that I didn't know if you, you know, had, had heard that as well. But teachers make excellent realtors because of the patience that they have with the students to help them understand it. You know, taking that same skill set yeah. and helping a client understand a process when it's unfamiliar, when maybe they don't want to understand it, but being patient. Interesting. In all roads lead. Lead to real estate. Yeah. Right. To where and, we, right, all the different real... paths led me to here. Right. That's what we're... I actually didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of, um, a lot of um, good realtors and team leads are, um, have an education background. Got it. That makes sense. They, they know how to educate and teach and they manage the families, the parents. Right. Yep. Because that's who's the boss. Yeah. And that's a whole nother. I know that's a whole bunch. I've heard those stories too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard those stories too. So, okay, so you've got a um, couple of administrators, yes. three team members. Yes. You know, where, where, do you, where do you see yourself going? You've been in business for 14 years. Yeah. And, and now you're just starting this team now. I mean, that's a big step. It is a big step. Um, my business, so I joined coaching, Tom Ferry Coaching, three years ago, January of 2020. And I just wanted consistency. Right. Because I would do have a good year and then it would like not be good. So I just wanted consistency. But as a result of coaching, my career like took off in a big way. And I, the last couple of years, I've sold numbers that I didn't even think were possible for me. Um, in September, I closed a townhouse for 7 million, December, a uh, penthouse for 8.5 million. And I've done a lot of consistent like two and three million dollar um, helping people buy homes at those price points. Mm -hmm. um, whereas prior to coaching, like I would have been happy with like a 750 or, you know what I mean? Right, like yeah. that's just what, what it was. And uh, the reason I, I had to grow a team and because I had a coach, he's like, you need a team because I couldn't be at five places at once. It just wasn't possible. And there were days where I was like, I don't know how to do this. Like how am I supposed to be at a, a townhouse buyer inspection deep in Brooklyn and then have showings, you know, in Manhattan on the, upper west side and have to be in downtown you know all it was just like all at once many things were happening and i was like i can't do this good problems though good good problems yeah i'm super grateful that i that i got to this point in my career but i just couldn't do it all by myself um and then my coach was just said you you have to start growing a team so you know i have the assistant first and then the second assistant and then growing the team it, it began so Going into the future, I'm not really sure because I see people who have mega teams or really big teams. Um, I'm not sure. You know, I was talking, I had lunch today with somebody who has 50 agents under them. I think that's a whole different world of where it gets difficult. Mm -hmm. the, I look at it that way because to manage 50 people underneath, you know, I have three agents underneath me and I think they're great. I don't know, like 50, I just think it would be so hard. Like, when do you have time for yourself, right? Um, uh, you'll make time for yourself later. Do you, do you, no, just, <laughs> when you when you yeah, when you die, that's yeah. Yeah. There'll be plenty of time. Yeah. So I I just don't know how what that would look like, and I think for me, 
I don't think that's in the, like, I'm just not interested in that. Years ago, I wanted my own company. And, and then as I grown and evolved into the industry, I'm like, I don't want to do that part of the, the business, right? I'd like, I like doing what I'm good at. I like helping buyers find their perfect home. And I, I love helping sellers achieve, you know, the number that they want for the, this investment that they bought 10 years ago, you know, and seeing them happy. Um, so I don't know. I, I just think managing fifth, like I have a small team now and I like that because it's very tight for me, 50 yeah. just seems overwhelming. Yeah. And, and I would, I would encourage just, I mean, because you never know, right? Right. Just, you know, if you're open-minded to, uh, consider just like you said, you thought 750 was a great price point. Yeah. Yes. Who, who would have thought you would have 10x that? Yeah. So right. you're three could be 30 in yeah, disguise. That's true. We never know what is <laughs> yeah. possible and what could, you know, I might look at this in a couple of years when I have a team of 50 and, and look You're back, like, wow. Like, wow. Yeah. You know? So you never know. It's all possible. Yeah. So what, so what, um, there, there's a certain, you know, resiliency that it takes to, to, um, to, to, to be in this or in any business. Sure. Really, what's your, do you have any, what, what are your hobbies or backgrounds? What would you do outside of, uh, uh, hospitality sure. outside of real estate what what hobbies do you have or what what do you think outside factors contributed to I, your success in real estate yeah i think in january 2020 i hired a business coach through tom ferry um i wanted to so i had one hundred and thirty thousand dollars in back taxes because in 2017 i made really good money and i spent it all and i didn't save money for to pay my taxes and so Oh, and then in 2018, I had a spinal surgery. So I was trying to like get back on my feet work-wise. Literally. And all, and all the right. things. And so I had this tax debt because I thought the money would just keep coming. It didn't. And then I hurt myself. So I was like, you know, when you're injured, that takes precedent of everything else. So fast forward, we're in like 2019. I'm getting my, my mojo back, if you will. And then we're heading into 2020 and then COVID happens. And so I'm like, I owe like $130,000 in back taxes and the world shuts down and New York city oh, has yeah, you guys. trucks. Yeah. There's no re selling real estate and we're out of work for four months and we'll lose our license if we show properties. Right. Yeah. So there's that. And I'm just in this moment, I'm like, what am I going to do? Is my career over? Am I leaving New York city? And am I going home back to Florida, back to Orlando? Back to Orlando, which is fine, but I, it's not what I wanted. Like I moved to New York because I love New York. And so, you know, I have all this going on and, and I just knew in my industry in New York City, people weren't going to make it, right? Because like you saw in the news, everyone was fleeing New York. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I have to like really buckle down and like focus. And, you know, they talk about making content and videos and whatever. I'm running around with like $2,000 rental clients on top of rooftops taking selfies not saying I'm showing a $2,000 rental, but just showing that I'm the guy. And it's like, fake it till you make it. And I worked my butt off. And then the market changed at the end of 2020 and people kind of wanted to see things in New York. But I was window shopping with, with clients for a long time that were just looking around and not ready to buy anything because everyone was scared that New York was going to collapse. Um, and it goes back to the fake it till you make it because I was all over social media when the market changed, I became the guy mm -hmm. because I was doing it. And so, but it was that, like, I knew it, it goes back to the sports mentality that I had to like practice hard and train and run and do all these things. Waking up at six in the morning, 
to swim, you know, back when I was in high school to this mentality, like bringing it into real estate was like, I have to buckle down and focus because other people aren't going to make it and I'm going to make it. Right. And like, and, and really you doing the window shopping, you taking pictures and selfies and video on top of buildings and different views. That was your road work. Yeah. That was your 3 a.m. Yes. laps in the swimming pool. Yes. When no one's there, when yeah. it's dark outside and everyone else is sleeping, that was you putting the work in yep. so that when you got thrown in the game yeah. or, in, or in the meet, yep. you were able to perform. And I was. And that's, and that's kind of how I got into a place where I got so overwhelmed with business that I had to grow a team because I became the guy. And also what I didn't consider, there would be a lot of agents. Well, I knew people were going to be not going to make it in the industry, but also a lot of agents who were on that cusp just decided to retire and there was market share to be had. So I picked up a big market share of people who may have called one of those other agents who have now retired and are like, hey, I have a friend who wants to sell her $3 million townhouse. Can you help? Right? And like, I became that person. Right. Getting those referrals. Yes. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. So where do you, so, you, you know, I know you said you don't, you're not sure about the, about the 50 person team. So, yeah. so to speak, but what would you say? I mean, even just in the next 12 months, 24 months, 36 months. Where do you see yourself and your team going? Well, it's interesting. Earlier today, they asked who plans on selling real estate till the end of time. Because, and, and the whole thing is to grow a team so you don't have to. But I actually love what I do. And I still, I want to be in my 60s. You know, some people, they're older, retired, and they get bored. Like, I want to still be out, not all the time, not seven days a week. But I want to still help clients go look at, because the reason I got into real estate is I love, I'm nosy. I love seeing, like I, you saw me walking around this beautiful space that we're in right now and the views. Mm -hmm. I love doing that. So I want to keep doing that forever, right? So I think I'll always do this. And as far as growing the business, um, continue hiring my price points. You know, they, they, they've been growing to a level I never thought were possible. So let's see, you know. Yeah, see where we can go. You'll be at 10 million, 15 million. Yeah. Before you know it. That's the goal, you know to get to the next threshold of like the 25 million, you know, it happens for other agents. My mantra in 2020, because prior to that, I didn't think that stuff was for me. And in 2020, when it was like, you got to do this, it was like, it's my time. The mantra over and over, it's my time. It's my time. Stuff that I thought was meant for other people, it's my time. And it became, you my, owned it. Yes. So basically you, I mean, you, 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 you stepped into what really almost like I'll use like the Wizard of Oz analogy, like you, you could have gone home anytime, right? <laughs> you came back to New York and you just stepped into the role. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. So that, that was a definitely a, 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 sounds like a challenging time that oh, yeah. during that COVID time and trying to even survive and on the brink of, of, um, of maybe sink or swim. My what? friends, my friends were worried about me cause they, they saw how much and how hard I was working. And they also saw that like, I had nothing in contract. Right. And they're like, something has to happen for you or you're going to burn out. Like, it's just not possible to not have a win. And then at the end of 2020, it started to come. And then it got, then it came like big. So that's a good, that's a good, um, and, and what would you say? I mean, of that, what would be the, the, what would be the lesson that you would share to let, I mean, let's say there's an, there's an, a, a business person out there or, or, you know, or a student or someone who's just, who's really hit coming up against the wall and not, and having that, am I going to get through this? And it could be in school. It could be with their business. It could be in a relationship. 
just or just in life, you know, the with with the you know mental health challenges that people have, you know, having more than ever that are you know on front page. What would you say to someone that that you use personally to really push through when you maybe things could have gone a different direction? I think I went inward during that time. I was making myself get up every morning and going to the gym first thing in the morning and gyms weren't open. So actually, if you want to go back, I was like working out at home to, to do that. And then gyms reopen and I was getting myself to go to the gym at six or seven in the morning. I was meditating. I was doing affirmations, uh, visualizations. Like I met a for sale by owner and I visualized that I was going to get the listing. It was my first for sale by owner, but I was doing anything and everything you told me because I, I had no other option, right? It was, it was survival. Um, yeah, uh, during that time, I think I would have done anything. Um, and so what I would tell other people is to look inward because that really like when I did the meditation and the exercise and like really taking good care of myself, I knew I was going to make it right. Cause I just, I don't know. I just went in. I wasn't like, what do I do? I just, I did the things that I was being told. From my reflection, right? So, so it's so what I'm hearing is that you, the, the it's I guess starting with the coaching. Yeah. So one, having the wherewithal to know that that we can't do this all by ourselves. Oh. That um, you know, everyone, you know, Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, that everyone has LeBron James has coaches and and it's some in most cases multiple coaches. Yeah. To help you with, you know, you might have a listing coach, you might have a, a marketing coach, like, yep. you know, just like there's no one superstar employee that you can hire that's right. going to be able to do everything. Um, and then maybe just listen to what they're telling you to do. Yeah. So that's <laughs> like you, you know, being a good, being coachable. Right. Being coachable. Were you in coaching in 2020? Yes. So do you remember Tom Ferry talking about taking your meds every morning? Yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly what it was. And that it was, you know, it came down from him, from my coach and the, what's the book? Um, the Miracle Morning. Oh, yeah. What's the acronym that the they Kinder, use? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kendra Reese. Yeah. The Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents. Yes. Yeah. There's an acronym. So whatever that acronym is, is where the journaling and the inscribing and I forget the word, but that it was all during that period where I was in it and... Yeah, you had you had to be, or a normal person under those circumstances. Not a normal, but someone who's not really as resolute, digging in yeah. deep. They may not. They may have. They might have crushed. Yeah, or just and just decided to to and and many agents did. Yeah, you know, just said, yes. you know what, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to go back. I I know I can go to this restaurant and I can start there. I know I can apply to this school district. They need teachers. You could you know could have done that, and that would have been easier. Yeah. To do. Right. Then for working all like 60 hours a week and really there was no, not a lot of money coming in. Yeah. Not I, a lot meaning zero. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. There's no paycheck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. Right. You mean your pension didn't, yeah. your real estate pension didn't there was in? nothing. To, right. There was nothing to lean on. Right. Yeah. All right. So what do you do? What do you like to do outside of real estate? What do I like to do? I mean... So part of real estate is spending time with friends and family and, you know, clients. And I, I go out to eat a lot with them, um, you know, friends, family, client. Um, just this weekend, I helped a client friend throw a housewarming party. Okay. I helped him get his, his apartment. So 
we threw a big party. Um, that's fun stuff. It is, you know, because that's, I, I'm an extrovert. So all that stuff, actually, yeah, that was another thing too, how real estate saved me during 2020. People weren't seeing each other, right? And I'm an extrovert, so I need people. Mm -hmm. So if everyone's like not seeing people, fortunately, people that were like locked in their apartments were only seeing me to show them apartments, right? right? So I got to be with people. Right. So that's what feeds my soul, right? So... Yeah, I love being out and about with with friends and doing stuff. Going to going to New York City has amazing restaurants. Mm -hmm. Eating out all over town. Um, I have a dog. You know, going to the park. Uh, I have a boyfriend, so we go to my house upstate on the weekends. Well, weekend being you know like sometimes a Monday, Tuesday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, certainly not on a on a <laughs> showing Saturday. Yeah. Right. No. 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 Not my weekends are not just right. Saturday, Sunday. Uh, yeah. Just. So I haven't actually been upstate very much because I've been busy, but this July and August, we're we going to settle a little bit. That's the nice thing with the New York market. Everyone goes away to the Hamptons or the beaches or Europe. New York City quiets in July and August. So it's like a time where I can actually go enjoy the house. So to have some downtime, sit on, sit, sit by the water, go swimming, you know, just take it easy. Sounds good. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. yeah and, enjoy, and enjoying the moment. I mean, because yeah. when you're, when you are, and when you are an entrepreneur, when you do work for yourself, um, there really isn't, um, you know, you don't get the gold watch. You don't get the certificate of appreciation from yes. the corporate boss. You don't yep. get those things. You have to, we have to reward ourselves because that's what's going to give us some juice and re-energize us and yeah. keep us going and, and realize that it's, that it's all worth it. Yeah. What do you do to rejuvenate yourself? I like to I like this I like to spend time with the kids. I guess if I could do full time, just me personally, if I could do full time, like you know, uh, volleyball tournaments, basketball tournaments, and wrestling tournaments, jiu jitsu tournaments with the kids, and 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 record. I'm like the the um, the 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 team videographer. Then, oh, amazing! Yeah, then I, that would be. Um, I mean, that would be fun. But you know, you gotta you gotta pay for that stuff. Yeah. So we gotta work. That's, That's right. What, <laughs> That's who it is. But you know, we do, you do the things that, you know, you, you do the things that you do and that most people won't do so that you can enjoy and, and get to have the experiences that most people won't get right. to have. Right. So you're, it's, it is, there is that, that rainbow on the other side that you're looking for. Yep. So good stuff. So let me ask you if, um, well, actually before, let me see about, let me see the quote of the day. It's a quote of the day. The quote of the day. All right. All right. Success in real estate comes down to two factors, taking care of and valuing the customer. Whoa. And that's the same in real estate. This quote is just talks about real estate, but it's the same in the, in the, in the hospitality restaurant, really in anything, a law firm, a school, yeah. Yeah. your students, you would have to value. If you didn't value your students, could you be a good teacher? So yeah, no, that's an awesome quote, but let me ask you, if we were to, if someone wanted to maybe join your team or wanted to, to um, wanted to maybe buy an apartment, buy a house, sell an apartment, sell a house, um, get to get to know more about you. How would we reach you? Instagram, maybe Mike will be sells NYC. Um, also email nab at compass.com. And my, my last name, Michael Bagwandan. You can't, I'm the only one online. 
right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it. We'll put it up. For yeah. You. Yeah. All right. So, what was the Instagram again? Uh, Michael B sells NYC. Sells NYC. All right. That was awesome, man. Nice and simple. We appreciate. It. Well, definitely, we want to. We're going to reach out to you. We want to buy. We want to sell. Perfect. And maybe join your team. Maybe we're going to get to that fifty number. You never all, know. You never I mean, know. this might be the the right. beginning of it. That's right. <laughs> Good stuff. Thank all you. Right. Good hanging out, man. Yeah. All right. Thanks for doing this. We'll see you guys. Yeah. Damn.